Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We do know there are those who were evacuated, and they're nervous. There are those who maybe are getting a high sign that they can go back home, and then there are those who think that they may be evacuated. I'm just looking on social media during the breaks here, some incredible pictures from some who thought they they were going to have to go away, like right out their window, they can see the flames, but they're okay and they're still home. Others like ranchers are worried, what do they do if it, if it becomes a more dire situation? What are the plans and what are the help to get their animals out of the way? Joining us is Neethu Garcha, who's an anchor and a reporter with Global News in Vancouver, but right now in high-level Alberta. Neethu, good afternoon. Hi, Arlene. All right, Neetha, where are you? What are you seeing and what's going on? Yeah, so we just drove uh, further away from the High Level Airport. High Level is a town about 800 kilometers north of Edmonton. That airport is where uh, it's the base for a lot of the um, crew who are trying to tackle the cluster of fires near Fox Lake, near Rainbow Lake. Both communities that have been evacuated uh, are staying. That's their base. Um, In terms of what I'm seeing around me, uh, one of the most noticeable aspects of the weather here is the wind. It has been consistent. It has been strong. It is coming from all different directions at various times of the day. And Alberta wildfire has maintained since we got here uh, late Thursday and into Friday morning that the wind remains one of the biggest challenges here. Uh, This town has a population of about 3,600 people. Uh, They say they're lucky that they have quite a few hotels, which helps in situations like this. They're definitely not new to hosting uh, evacuees in uh, wildfire situations. But they say that This year's evacuations, and it's only early May, already makes up one of the biggest mass evacuations to high level they have ever seen. So they have a sports complex. The arena is full of hundreds of evacuees from the Indigenous community of Fox Lake. And just late yesterday, Rainbow Lake, which is about an hour away from here, was also evacuated. And they say that they have upwards of 500 people from there. So the curling rink has now um, been turned into an evacuation center. They had a large donation of cots from the Red Cross delivered. And they are just doing what they can to try and uh, put a roof over the heads of these evacuees whose futures uh, are, remain in question. And we heard late yesterday that the Alberta provincial government has declared a state of emergency because it's not just this region in northern Alberta, as you mentioned mm-hmm. off the top, Arlene, that's mm-hmm. dealing with this. Evacuation orders have been flowing in pretty consistently since Thursday from central Alberta as well, west of Edmonton. Uh, the situation is becoming dire. A number of communities there are experiencing the same. Uh, Parkland County, Yellowhead County, Drayton Valley, Hinton is hosting a number of uh, evacuees as well, similar to what's happening here in high level. So um, it's The sentiment I'm hearing from a number of the evacuees we've spoken to here in high level is that they just can't believe it. It seems surreal. They never would have thought that, especially this early into the Mm -hmm. season and the weather becoming warmer, that they would see this number of not only evacuations, but threats to communities. In Fox Lake, they say that the latest number of homes lost is upwards of 40 
their local police station has been burned down. The only the main general store, I should say, in the community and the water treatment plant um, has has been affected as well. So you think of uh, for that community, um, just not only thinking of when they might be able to go home, but what they might return to. Is a cause of yeah, there's such a human story here. You're seeing it, Anitha. You're seeing it up close. And I said at the beginning, you, know, you read the headlines, and then you know there are people in the home. This is, this is everything to people. Yeah. And they're worried and frightened. And I'm, I'm, I find it interesting the way you say that people are blindsided. And these are people that know when wildfire seasons start. But this is early and surprising. Is there an ominous feeling there? I think so. Yeah, I think where the surprise element comes in for a number of people is specifically for Fox Lake. It is a community that is only accessible by bars. Mm -hmm. A number of the more than 3,600 residents had never left Fox Lake before. Uh, They have had their ancestors living there for generations upon generations, and they're so deeply connected to that community. Uh, So for them to have to evacuate, it's unlike anything they've ever had to deal with or contend with uh, in the past personally. And then uh, more broadly, just uh, hearing from the evacuees um, across the region, I think it's the fact that this number of tens of thousands of people, more than 24,000 across these, these parts of Alberta are, are out of their homes right now and unsure what they'll return to in their communities in early May. I think it's the sheer number of people who've been forced to flee this early in the season that's really shocking people. And there you have, you know, the, the stories of people have never left their community and now they're being forced out by it. And are, are, we're also hearing that those people who are leaving too, some are getting into the reality of the help they they hope would be there. Are you hearing frustration mm-hmm. about this? Because we're going through, you know, what should be there, what maybe isn't there, and certain segments, including ranchers and, as you say, those who live in a little bit distinct areas, they're they're nervous. Are you seeing things working here right now? Yeah, I have heard that sentiment, especially from officials who work with the town of high level, including the mayor. Uh, She says that they have been calling for a dedicated evacuation center, like a multi-purpose facility that would have resources like COTS available Mm -hmm. because she says since 2003, they've seen 12 mass evacuations to high level. So it's almost something that they expect to have happen. But again, this one is one of the biggest they've ever seen. And they just don't, they're running out of room and, and they're having to bring in resources from wherever and strangers stepping up to support and bringing in donations. So um, I think that the message, especially with all of this unfolding during a provincial election um, from them is that they hope that there are years of appeals for a dedicated evacuation center will be heard and acted on. And then when it comes to Little Red River Cree Nation, which the community of Fox Lake mm-hmm. that we've been discussing is a, is a part of, they have been asking for provincial highway upgrades and better paved roads. So it's accessible only by barge, but once you get off that barge, it's um, not a fully paved road. It's, it's a dirt road and a lot of dust gets kicked up, especially when you have hundreds of vehicles trying to flee from a wildfire. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were saying that, you know, if they had those provincial highway upgrades in place, they could have gotten people out faster and safer. So I think there is a sentiment that this is, as Danielle Smith had said, an unprecedented situation for Alberta, prompting a provincial state of emergency happening during a provincial election that people are hoping this might lead to 
some of those changes um, finally oh, You got it. The pressure for those issues are going to be there. You said the wind was high. We're also looking ahead in the forecast. And from what I can see, the warm weather is going to be there. Before we go to break here, uh, is there is Mother Nature cooperating or agitating, in yeah. your opinion, right now? What I've heard from officials and those who are tracking the weather in order to respond appropriately is that the weather has provided no reprieve and there is nothing but sunshine uh, in the forecast. Um, With that and the winds, it has posed one of the biggest challenges in the firefight, according to these officials. Are there people who are evacuated who are getting to go home or people getting any good news that you know? Uh, Not as of right now. Unfortunately, for the evacuees who had to flee the community of Fox Lake, it appears it could be weeks before they can return back home. I say that because the chief of Little Red River Cree Nation mentioned uh, the need for repairs to key infrastructure in the community, including a water treatment plant um, and, again, resources like the police station, um, the main general store in that community. Uh, we're hearing upwards of 40 homes um, have been consumed by the flame. So it's uh, even if the fire gets contained, which as of right now, it's showing what what Alberta wildfire calls extreme fire behavior and is out of control. Um, even if the community is protected from that, there is still a lot of infrastructure to be replaced and repaired before people can safely um, return. So it could be some time. The one piece of um, good news I think they have received is mm-hmm. that even though the evacuations had been supported by private boats and aircraft, they had reported a few people were still missing and the chief had spent much of the day, um, despite the risk on Friday inside the community trying to find those last few people and get them out safe. And uh, we did hear confirmation yesterday that those last few people who had been reported missing are accounted for and they're safe and no injuries uh, have been reported. Um, yeah, so our lead, I'm actually uh, reporting for Global National News today and we'll have the latest um, on our broadcast there as well. And I'm on a tight deadline, so I do have to run. All right. All right. I look forward to Thank hearing you. more of uh, your coverage as well. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 